You guys ready to rock and roll? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, All right, let's go. Reviewing, viewing, and previewing sports, entertainment, and events, Dirty Dina Studio presents Sea Space City, starring Alan, Ricky, and Brian. Welcome, everybody, to the Sea Space City podcast. It is I, the Podfather Brian, and I am here with the real stars of the show, Alan and Ricky. Alan, how you doing, buddy? Ooh, I'm enjoying this AIPA American India Pale Ale. It's getting the spot, I'll tell you what. That feels ethnically confusing. <laughs> well, I wanted to anacrime it. <laughs> Ricky, how are you doing? Doing great, man. Doing great. Coming off of the rodeo cook-off. Coming off of Last of Us. Just Don't we all just feel like traversing around them all, you know, putting on scary masks? And easy, playing, easy, uh, easy. I'm only halfway <laughs> through the episode. I started it before, no, 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 before no, no, we started no. this. I'm not, I'm not hey, going to ruin it. <laughs> we, can, we can go down to the Pasadena Mall, you know, break in there. I mean, not break in there, but, you know. Doors are probably hanging wide open. There. Yeah, find our way in there and you know shoot a skit or something looks about the same (laughs) it looks about the same as the last of us mall oh my god (laughs) a dystopian wasteland (laughs) right here in pasadena (laughs) this used to be nothing but great great retail space back in the day (laughs) <laughs> remember <laughs> sam goody was here one time <laughs> hold on i miss sam goody i do too i i and camelot up, bro i tear up a little bit every time i think about um, like sam goody and i uh, didn't um, have money back then and I i'm gonna money. i'm gonna pour one out for my my dead homie sam goody for our homie sam goody <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. I host a beer drinking show. This is I'm not wasting beer. Bro, you could go in there, put on headphones and listen to like music. This was before like Spotify, not to sound like all old and shit. But Dude. Like, Spotify, I love Spotify. Do you have like a million songs at your fingertips? You just feel like you don't appreciate it as much. <laughs> you used to be able to go and buy cassette singles. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was a thing. Yeah, there was like two. There was like two or three songs on there. You could, yeah. you could buy like when the CDs came out. You'd have like mm. Vanilla Ice. You'd have like Ice Ice Baby and something else. <laughs> you have your B side. <laughs> you'd have your single and you'd have your B side. Is that where that comes from? It's exactly where that comes from. Yeah, that's how it was with records. Like vinyls back in the day, you'd buy the single and flip it over and it would be something else. That'd be your B-side. So I will say records were quite before me, but yeah, that's how that's it started out with the records. <laughs> but it's funny. Do you remember <laughs> Brian's going to Brian's going to I'm an old guy myself here. Um, <laughs> records had gone away. And then all of a sudden, Pearl Jam released Vitology on vinyl, and it was this huge deal. And it was one of the early, like, resurgence in vinyl releases. Yeah. Like, back in, like, 1997. And now vinyl is having, like, it's time again, because people just want to hold the work of art, you know? You right. Just wanna... You want to see it like you have like the inside vinyl cover and stuff. I have a vinyl copy of a uh, Good Kid, Mad City. I have one of a uh, one of the Kings of Leon's uh, uh, albums. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Little Kendrick Lamar on vinyl. There you go. <laughs> and some Paolo Nuccini. <laughs> What's the so benefit who? of having it in vinyl? Vinyl has a great sound. Hmm. They, they say it sounds warmer. Analog, uh, yeah, I don't know how to really describe it. I don't know how to describe. Smooth. Yeah, I don't know how to describe what's better for vinyl for like a lot of people. It's just 
it's just like holding you know you have something fungible to where you can like hold on to it you you know hmm, okay as, it, as you know it's just different from digital digital is better For sure. Much more. It's an, I love Spotify, bro. I rock Spotify all the time. <laughs> instead like, of an yeah. NFT, yeah, it's an FFT, a fully fungible token. That's yes, very fungible. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> Not lying. <laughs> so, <laughs> now that we've taken a trip down the memory lane, down to Sam Goody, <laughs> where they where they also would have the Billboard Top Ten lined up. Its own section every week. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, Ricky, you played cook off this weekend or this past weekend. Yeah. Um, how was it, buddy? Oh, it was fantastic. It was fun. Um, the only things that suck about it is like, you know, like DJ, you know, actual, actual like DJ setup stuff. Like setting up for it, you can't get in there on the cook-off night, so you have to go like the day before and set up. And then when you're taken down, like it's it's a long walk. <laughs> but besides that, like the actual cook-off, exciting, so fun as hell. So I DJed in this uh, one tent for this group called the uh, Holloman Group, and so basically their rules were first two hours we're gonna play like a lot of country because they you know it's they they cook it's Texas it's a rodeo. Yeah, it's the rodeo cookout. First two hours, you play a lot of country. After that, we're trying to get down. So for those last two hours, you break out the, like, crowds like that really love, like, 90s hip-hop. Like, I swear, 90s hip-hop because, so, so well. Because they are correct. Because they went to Sam Goody <laughs> to get Dr. Dre CDs. <laughs> I like I like new hip hop, bro. I like I like Lil Uzi Bird. I like uh, NBA Youngboy. So I'm good. I mean, I'll jam I'll jam new and old. So like, but like, I'd love to play like more new stuff. It's just people don't want to hear that. They 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 love the Dr. Dre. They love their Snoop Dogg. Like the stuff that you know will transport them back to when they were a teenager. The and stuff that, that's actually that. good. Yeah, no, it's not because it's actually ah, uh, nah, nah, uh, uh-uh. we old man Brian who's yelling at clouds and standing on his porch again, <laughs> like like Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino or something. Drinking my Yingling Lager from America's oldest brewery. <laughs> Sounds I like good. I like I like new school. I like the old school. But, like, at that one, it's super fun. Like, you get to play, like, a bunch of uh, Texas rap as well. So, yeah. like, still tipping, tops drop, want to be a baller, like, just kills the crowd. So, And then all the, you know, line dances and stuff like that. But they let you play, like, a little bit of new school hip-hop as well. So, just nice. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a good time, drunken, good, fun, drunken time, man. Nice. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> You mentioned the the Lil rappers, and I think we'll use that to transition to the Roughnecks game as the rapper Lil Flip was at the Roughnecks game. And I made the comment to you when they showed him on the scoreboard, how can he call himself Lil with arms that big? Dude's got the twenty-four inch pythons, brother. Like he should, he should have had to change his name to Swole Flip. Yeah, because he was there to he was there to hang out and promote a new CD that he has coming up, coming out. I made a joke to Brian that he hasn't been in the studio; he's been in the damn gym. Exactly, <laughs> bro. He was so swole. It's like, damn, bro. <laughs> so. The Roughnecks, your Houston Roughnecks, <laughs> took on the Arlington Degenerates, I mean Renegades. Easy now, easy now. <laughs> it was a tough game, I'll tell you what. Had me on my edge of my seat, on my bleacher seat. <laughs> I, I was on the edge of my seat because that was the only part of it I could find. 
Those beers were going down easy. <laughs> also, the volleyball that was going through, man, you had to be on the edge of your seat for that. I'll tell you what. The, the beach balls were going. There was a kid throwing a football around. <laughs> By the way, solid offensive lineman hands right here. Yep. There's oh, never yeah. a also, doubt. <laughs> shots by Brian over there. Throw, throwing into the, the cornhole, you know. He threw a good spiral. Third shot was the charm, but still. Plus, <laughs> plus Brian doesn't have the hat on right now, but the Terramana tequila margarita mix was honestly pretty lit to, to start the pregame festivities. Very good. It's so good. I yeah. tell you what, having a little margarita garden outside front outside in front of the stadium. Yeah. I, listen, I'm okay with it. Like they <laughs> were tasty little margaritas. A lot better usage of the space than last week. Honestly, the marketing team was like, Hey, let's let's put out these fires over here. Listen, we're not a bunch of SpongeBobs. We're we're better than this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and Alan, you got all excited. It was funny. We were we were joking around about about Alan becoming a Marine recruit on the way to the game. Yeah, it was military appreciation. Day. It was a military appreciation night, and we're, we're walking up to the stadium, and Alan sees a red tent. And he's like, "Hell yeah, some pregame Chick Fil A." We <laughs> yeah. get a we get a few steps closer. No, it's a Marines recruiter. <laughs> they almost got you, buddy. That camel, I tell you what. There was a <laughs> there was a trail of waffle fries and nuggets, and they almost <laughs> suckered you in. They would have shipped me straight out to China. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna go fight for Ukraine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if, 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 if those guys are anything like in the UFC, I I am not fighting any damn Russians. Screw that. <laughs> I mean, the Ukrainians seem to be doing a pretty good job of it. <laughs> yeah, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Beating expectations. Well, see, they're sure. also part Russian, so there, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, all world politics aside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the Terramana tequila, that's a, that's a rock brand. Yep, that was... Yes, I, I agree. Not only am I okay with the margarita garden in front of your mm-hmm. stadium, I think we need this in front of every stadium. You know? I, I don't disagree. <laughs> right? They Everybody should have taken a picture-perfect shot like mine with a little cup into the sunlight. Perfect <laughs> capture. Mm. I got a great picture during the beginning of the game and I didn't realize we were on the west side of the stadium because I was worried as the sun was starting to go down because it was an hour earlier this past week I was like oh man I hope we're not in the I hope we're not gonna have the sun right in our eyes but no (laughs) we had it behind us and I got this really cool picture going across the field with the clouds getting the like sunset reflection Oh, nice. it, was a, it was a really high quality picture, but the <laughs> more important where the, where the sky is dark, where it looks like uh, we're in Stranger Things universe or something. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and the more important thing is at the point I took that picture, it was already eleven nothing. Very first snap of the game, the Roughnecks get that pick. Get themselves a short field. Got the crowd hype. Hype. People already started chanting undefeated already. And by people, it's Ricky. You know? No, I didn't. Oh, no. I did not not start that early, man. Not in the first quarter. (laughs) I'm not superstitious, but even I wouldn't do that. Hubert tends to get, uh, get paid for later. Yeah, you get you get too atheist, cocky. Even my atheist agnostic ass wouldn't wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm not superstitious, but I'm not starting that. <laughs> so uh, I will say Arlington then put a little scare in us. 
Yeah, they, they mounted quarter. themselves a little comeback. Now, what we came upon was a little bit of fumbleitis. Little, yeah, yep, and true. holding the ball know, like a slight, a loaf of bread or something, Mary. And so Dallas got a couple short fields, got a couple extra possessions, and they made use of them and ended up. It was fourteen to eleven at halftime, I believe. Yes, sir. Yeah. And not fourteen eleven, um, and it stayed fourteen eleven for a while. It did, yeah. but in the second half, yeah, the defense said, "No, we're the Roughnecks. You're you're yeah. done scoring. Well done, I mean, congratulations." If Wade, if Wade Phillips is going to do anything, he better have a decent defense, bro. <laughs> another another five sacks this week. Yep, twelve sacks through two games. That's fantastic. That's insane. Creating yeah. turnovers, getting sacks, shutting down those Renegades offense. <laughs> and then the Roughnecks offense put two scores up, got up to 23, and that's all they needed. Yeah. They got up. They ran that clock out. It was all good. Yeah. And it was a blast at the end of the game. It was pull through because, like, man, this was a tough one for a while. There, mm-hmm. this was really close for a while. You know, and I've seen some of the some of the issues that are like our quarterback is half. He's decent. He's okay, but you start seeing some of his issues pop up and during that game, and you're like, man, I, I saw this last week, and even though they won by by large, you know, margin, you still see some of those inefficiencies that you still just have to tighten up, but. What was interesting is that they their their offense was very different this week. Yeah, yeah. They tried to go down the field a little more. Yeah, and didn't run all the swing passes. Yep. Which we had been critical of all the swing passes last week. We're like, man, thinking that someone was going to time it and try. And right, it. somebody's going to jump that route. Big six, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, even still, putting up twenty three, it's enough to win. Good teams overcome bad games good teams find a way to win good teams step up when they need to and Mm -hmm. that to me that win was as much a show of character and attitude as it was skill and prowess and talent yeah, because they could have they could have very easily folded in this game. There was oh yeah, when plenty of time for them to just be like, okay, we just don't have it this week, and you know, because it just they were like I said, it was a large stretch where it was like fourteen to eleven. Like yeah, you know, luckily our defense held up enough to where you know they didn't put up uh, too much too many points or anything like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, and like I said, Honestly, the defense. It was just that second quarter splurge. They got shut out every other quarter. So, you know, like like Brian said, it was those adjustments. It was definitely a yeah. hard-fought third quarter. But at the end of it, the Roughnecks <laughs> come out on top. You know what it is. So, so I, I wore my hard hat to the game. And, you know, I was so mad about how janky mine looked, and then we're in that tequila garden, and in walks a guy with one done exactly, perfectly, like what I was trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> and he, but he told me some tricks. So, Alan, if you ever get get a hard hat, you know, now we know some tricks to make yours. <laughs> So, Ricky, I thought about what you were saying about how mine looks kind of there, – there's there's kind of an aesthetic there. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, guess, yeah. I like how yours – like the colors flow into the other colors a little I, bit better. They I also better. lost a couple paint chips during the game, uh-huh. like for sitting it on the, on the bench in front of me or something. <laughs> and so now it's starting already to look like – it's an actual oil field worn hard hat. <laughs> That's what we shoot for, authenticity. <laughs> so I may just lean in and like intentionally chip it up a little more. <laughs> just make it look a little beat up. <laughs> you trying to be a real old boy? 
<laughs> an actual roughneck? <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm an oil lab boy. <laughs> I I stay in the air conditioning. <laughs> I'm no dummy. <laughs> that's a, that's the way it should be. <laughs> so um, attendance was down a couple hundred. It was I think it was less than a thousand. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah competing with cook off. And Mardi Gras and or Mardi Gras was last weekend, but regardless. Also you know, also just your your standard sort of drop off. You know, opening day, even yeah. baseball and everything else, you're just gonna have way more people on opening day. That second week, unless you have like a really intriguing matchup or you're able to just sustain that crowd. Um and they they actually sustained the crowd pretty well. Like in the first quarter, we were kind of looking around, and it looked, <laughs> you know, pretty rough in some sections. But uh, by the time, yeah, second, late second, third quarter came around, it, it was looking pretty full. Well, yeah, it was funny. We were looking around. It's like full, but, uh, way better. Like, man, nobody's here yet. And then, <laughs> like the Roughnecks are up eleven nothing, and. Also, there's all these people. Oh, the Roughnecks scored the first one. They're just like all these people like flooding down into the stands. It's like, <laughs> oh, you guys were taking your time. <laughs> They're loyal fans. They already know the Roughnecks going to get it done, you know? Right? No fans so, about it. And, hey, let's talk a little bit about the food. So I hit up your uh, barbecue spot, Ricky, and I got a smoked sausage sandwich. Yeah, man. And um, the ribs last week, fantastic. I fully support this smoked sausage. The only thing I would have probably liked, man, just put that link on a hot dog bun, man. You don't need to <laughs> chop it up and throw it on a burger bun. It's awkward. <laughs> Shit's falling out. It's, it's a damn sausage link. Stick it on a bun. <laughs> I, I, I'll take my meat to the tubular fashion. <laughs> But you got tacos. I did. I found my tacos. So the funny thing about the tacos, <laughs> like, so our gate where we walk in, like, our seats are basically right there, right, right there, there. Yeah. So like, I we decided to walk the entire stadium, partially because I wanted to. I just wanted to see what all they had, and also I was yeah. looking for tacos. I was like, I know they got tacos. Me and Alan walked the entire stadium, and then so like, we walked like counterclockwise to the stadium from where we came in and we had to walk the entire stadium to come back around to the taco place to have me walk <laughs> clockwise from where our seats were where we initially went in and it was one walk. section over yeah, we would have walked about 50 feet about 100 feet or so it was like it was ridiculous <laughs> well it's funny because we started walking in and you know, since Alan drove, you know, I was I was in it to win it when it came to the beers. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> so we get in there, first thing I see is a beer stand and I'm like, All right, I need a walking around beer. <laughs> Which and, I'll be honest, that margarita, you know, probably wasn't the best feel well, wasn't the best thing because I was just like I was like, I need another beer halfway through that game. But I, you know, DD and DD and, you know, I understand. I couldn't, I couldn't, but I was just like, man, I really could use another beer right now. Well, I don't, not one of those big ones, but a smaller one. I think you could. Those those big ones. Yeah. If you, I don't know about the big ones, but that smaller one, if you would have had it like late first listen, quarter, I think you would have been all right. Listen, you can go down to the corner store and get one of those big ones for like $3. What the fuck? They're, they're not that big. Those big ones are special edition big ones. Holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah? They're, like, they're stadium oh edition it's, beers? They're 25-ounce beers. 32-ounce, like, I, I think. No, they're 25s. Was it? Yeah. Dear God, I hope they weren't 32 Look, I tallied it up. I drank 12 beers on Sunday. If you had knocked them into 12 ounce increments. Oh man. Cause I drank four of those big giant ones <laughs> and then three pounders and a couple at home. And <laughs> I was like, man, 
I don't know how that snuck up on me like that. I only had like five or six beers, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, those were doubles. <laughs> yeah, those Modellos, those were big, man. It took me forever to finish that one, but like, bro, by the by the end of it, it sucked. It was it was about hot. It was like lukewarm. Like, oh my god. That's <laughs> why your strategy should be drink fast or bring a koozie. They need like blue moon, bro. Like people need to adopt more blue moon in their lives. Like I need more blue moon and stay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, like, nothing wrong with the love, love street. Nothing wrong with the love street, but a little bit more variety wouldn't wouldn't help. Wouldn't yeah, hurt. I, I mean, I, I if you're gonna carry Carbach, like let's get some Crawford box there. I know it's Astros, but you know, <laughs> maybe Carbach needs to make a rough next beer. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, true, I just true, need true. more blue moon, man. Give me, give me some blue moon. Yeah, roughneck lager. A, a roughneck amber wouldn't be bad. Roughneck lager, roughneck ale. You know, or or, you know, we could just you know drill baby drill stout. <laughs> Let's go. Dark. Some black as night stout, gold, baby. Black gold stout. <laughs> there it is right there. Black gold stout. <laughs> I'm sure that exists somewhere. I should look it up in untapped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Roughnecks, seven and zero, oh, baby. Seven and zero. Oh. On to the seven next one. This week they are hosting the San Antonio Brahmas. Yeah, the boss is. And I will, I will say this: I watched um, part of the Brahmas game while I was waiting for you guys to get to the house. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit scared. Mm-hmm. Brahmas got the Brahmas have some big receivers. That yeah. defense is going to have to get that pressure and get home because if that quarterback's putting it up. Those big receivers are getting it out of the out of the air. Yeah. So yeah, even the the San Antonio, right? Uh, yeah. No, Arlington Renegades. Uh, they they hit some plays downfield, so that was a little concerning. And like we said, there was a time there was a time when in the game where you know the defense had to stand up because there was a guy who was always getting open. So they yeah. did. They they kept them on lock. So yeah. Hopefully, you know, we can get some game tape going. Hook it up, baby. Right. And down. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and San Antonio put up 30 against Orlando. So, almost almost as well as the Roughnecks. They I were think the San Antonio see, Spurs are quite horrible this season, if I'm not mistaken. They're well, like then the, streak or something. the, the people of the Alamo City need over. something. <laughs> <laughs> see, but the thing that concerns me is that the, that the Arlington Bron- – or the San Antonio Brahmas – they took, you know, it took them roughly a lot of the game to get get going and score all those points. And you know, the Roughnecks, they they got going pretty good. And it was know, Orlando, so. and that's that's the thing is, you know, having a common opponent and putting up a similar score to them. That's yeah. why I'm a little worried. And like I said, what I saw with those big receivers, but yep. I have faith that the adjustments will be made. The right blitzes will go down. Yeah. And Cone, that quarterback from uh, San Antonio, will just be looking up at the uh, lovely sunset in the <laughs> TDECU field. I'm sure Wade Phillips is going to scheme a few things for him. I'm sure. I'm sure he's going to have have a few things ready for him. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Bumping runs or, you know, bumping covers. Little funky defenses. I think he's gonna have some spies for him and stuff. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think Wade's gonna cook something up for him. <laughs> so, just one quick little thing I wanted to put up there: as the Roughnecks were defending the honor of our fair city, <laughs> the Rockets were doing anything but. As they gave up seventy-one in Dame time, Damian Lillard seventy-one points. As the Trailblazers beat the Rockets, what one thirty eight to one sixteen or something? Game Dalla, one of the best scores, one of the best rappers in the league, probably the best rapper in the league. <laughs> but, I mean, is that scorer. bar all that high? 
I mean, probably not. Have you ever heard any of Shaq stuff though from the Shaq Fu soundtrack? Wait, are those <laughs> are those are those bars all that high? <laughs> but um, ching. <laughs> <laughs> Alan just, just sitting there silently shaking his head, like yeah, just just Alan is just disappointed in that joke. You know, like, the, the bar, the bar isn't very just... high here, but you guys said it very low. Uh, I guess it didn't land. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> you flew right under it with us. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> so yeah, let's be real. The Rockets are absolutely terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just hoping that they just suck it up for the rest of the year. Just let's let's like, get some between, in here or something. <laughs> between their picks and the Nets picks, like they're gonna have like the top four picks just themselves. <laughs> like holy shit, they're so bad. I think uh, Wimbenyama or something like that. Victor Wimbenyama, if I'm not mistaken. Like, uh, yeah. I'm not sure how old he is. I think he's in college, if I'm not mistaken. And he might be coming out this year. That guy's like seven foot five or something. Well, Victor, welcome to Houston. We'll see you in a few months. <laughs> Odds are pretty good. We have the number one pick. Well, it's a lottery still, so, you know. Yeah, yeah but- there's is a little funkier than the NFLs, but between the Rockets and the Nets, we got all the ping pong balls. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, bro, it's like <laughs> you bought like a million tickets to the lottery, bro. I hope you win something. Holy Ready? <laughs> um, to 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 work a little further in. Uh, Houston sports rundown. The Astros are looking okay during spring training. It's spring training. Who really cares? Yeah. Um, but there was something. This, this, uh, season yes. Really so the pitch yeah. clock led to an interesting situation the other day. The Red Sox and Braves were playing a little spring training baseball. And bottom of the ninth, full count, bases loaded, tie game. Pitch clock violation is called on the hitter. Yes. Called strike three. Pitch clock was under eight seconds. And he wasn't looking at the pitcher. He wasn't in the box. No, he wasn't in the batter's box. And the pitch clock was under eight seconds. (sighs) (laughs) I mean, look, I don't know what they're – if this helps – so what baseball basically did is they instituted a pitch clock because they're trying to speed up games. Games last year – have been around like three and a half th- or three hours, two and a half mm-hmm. hours. They're trying to get it closer to the two hour range. So they, they got them. Well, they, they got them from three this, hours to two and a half. Yeah. They want to do this because they think that it's going to attract like the younger crowd to start watching more baseball <laughs> because the younger crowd, uh, like, are. See, but here's the thing that's less time <laughs> for, for us to go to the ballpark and drink beer. That's the thing that sucks about it. Like, if look, if I'm at home watching a game, yeah, let's get this done with. You know what I'm saying? I can oh, be yeah, doing of course, stuff. Of course. But if I'm at the game, bruh, like, I, I, I would not mind being here extra innings at here, the game. I mean, here's the thing. not a big deal. The season is 162 games long. Yeah. If you yeah. are watching every game – yeah. Like you watch a playoff game or like you watch a once a week football game. Yeah. Like you're hardcore. hardcore you we don't need to worry about you. Most yeah. people yep. but my dad watches watch a anyways. ton of baseball. Watch anyways, like baseball watching has like just become a part of who they are in their daily lives, you know? That's yeah. just they they just enjoy it. You know, they love the stats, like, they love yeah. The, uh, they're gonna yeah. see uh, they're going to see a, a a a revenue loss on the concession side at stadiums. Yeah, yeah. Stadiums Very are going to see a revenue loss. Very much so. Like you're and, thirty minutes. You know, I don't think I don't think young people give a shit about baseball. Like I, that's just that's my hot take. Like I don't like. Well, I, you're I, not I wrong. Do. I like and the, the ones that do. 
the ones that do want to go to the stadium and hang out and drink beers exactly. with their buddies while they're watching the yeah. fucking game. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> like, it's, I just, like, I understand the idea of shortening the games. I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, it's fine because, like, I watch some of the games and I'm like, okay, there. But, but the games that I'm typically watching are playoff games. Like, I'll, I'll catch a few games during the season. But like yeah. I watch the shit out of some playoff games. I watch any team playoff. Playoff games. games. I the Astros. I just watch the Yankees. I love watching the Yankees in the playoffs, but and the Sox and the yeah. So I hope that they turn off the pitch clock during the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the playoffs, yeah, just turn it off during the playoffs and then have it going. Because I'm I'm kind of okay with it during the season. Because like you said, there's 160 games. Like. Every game doesn't matter as much, so if you lose this one, you know we got another. Right. <laughs> like even even in baseball, even when like you're a good team, you'll lose like you know fifty plus games or something. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like a hundred wins is like a benchmark of excellence, yeah. which that yeah. means you still lost sixty two yeah. times. Yes, <laughs> you lost almost as many games as there are in the NBA season. Yeah, and you're considered an excellent team, a dominant team. Yeah, and you were you lost you lost um you you only won like two thirds of your games, not even that much, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think the Astros are going to be just fine, defending champs. And we'll so then there was adapts with that pitch clock for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's the one you got to worry about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. In the playoffs, whenever he got in a pinch, he definitely had a little shortened stance, you know. So it it could go either way. Don't have to work on yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the bet on the Astros isn't a crazy bet. They're they're a bit of a mini dynasty going on, like with yeah. how much they won. I mean, you know, Max's Mac is like. <laughs> Motherfucker, I'll do it again. <laughs> Speaking of Mattress Mac, he's advertising his newest promotion. He is betting on the U of H Cougars to win the college basketball title. Final four. The Final Four, though. The Final Four is here in Houston. So, See, the thing about these promotional bets is people actually, the people in the city actually have to believe in the bet. And, like, you know... For I'm not saying you know it's not impossible for U of H to win because they're one of the top teams in the country, mm-hmm. but you know for it would be March Madness, right? Yeah, I mean it would be pretty wild. Look, I'm not gonna say it would be a lot of madness, chance, but it'd it be, be a lot of madness. It, yeah, you they'd, don't, be, they'd you don't probably have... be like the number four, number one seed, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You said you said the final four is here in Houston. Yep. Really. Yep. Beginning of April. Here's open. There's always fun concerts. Like I remember one year we got like Kings of Leon for like final four weekend. Oh yeah. Some, I got Sublime one time. I went to the Sublime one. The Sublime one was fun. <laughs> Sublime with Rome, the new version. I was going to say like you were you were yeah. going to a Sublime no, no. concert way no, back in the day. Been, like I would have been a very small child. <laughs> What I got yeah. <laughs> for Sublime, bruh? I was I was a tiny child. <laughs> yeah, I was I was sixteen. So yeah, you would have been like ten. <laughs> God uh, damn, this is no. make Brian feel old day. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably more into seeing Barney in concert than Sublime in concert. Yeah. Right? <laughs> or some Power Rangers concert. <laughs> go, go, Power Rangers. So, uh, Sunday was a pretty big sports day. We had the XFL games. We had some baseball. We had some hockey. We had, you know... um I mean, do we want to even call it basketball? It felt like Trailblazers practice. Um, (laughs) But then uh, there was a a big fight in Saudi Arabia. Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. And I watched the highlights. And, you know, 
Jake Paul is a, you know, below average fighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say that, yeah. Yeah, I think so. So Tommy Fury um, hit more power punches than Jake Paul landed any punches? <laughs> so the issue with this fight is that, like, like Jake Paul and Logan Paul, they're better boxers than a lot of people would give them credit for. But, like, as it pertains to them fighting other guys who are, like, actual boxers who've been doing this for a long time, who've been, like, training at this for a long time, who who go to, like, an actual boxing gym and box with, like, the best kind of caliber opponents that they can box against. Like, basically, basically people said that I, I did not go back and watch the fight. I still need to watch highlights and stuff like that. But, um... Basically, people say Jake Paul kind of schooled him, or uh, Tommy Fury kind of schooled him. He he just basically, you know, he's got it in his genes. His, you know. Yeah, of course. No, of course he's he's not a chump, but I also feel like Tommy Fury had <clears throat> a lot more time because it was this was a fight that was supposed to happen, you know, a couple of years back or something like that. So Tommy Fury was just preparing for one fight. And Jake Paul has had, you know, numerous other fights, you know, in between. Are you seriously making that no, bullshit no, no, excuse not, yeah, for yeah, Jake Paul? Like, was this Tommy Fury's only fight in like two years or something? Yeah, I think so. Oh, really? Yeah. Look, well, even not, then, like, not making even an two? excuse. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> yeah. you know, Jake Paul. Jake Paul pre-fight was like, yeah, we had the best. Best training camp possible. We're doing good, hundred percent. And then after that, he's like, "Yo, I got sick." What was he possessed by DJ Khaled? I got the COVID. We the best the training camp. Another one. <laughs> yeah, that's how he feels. You know, another camp, another camp, yeah. another camp. Yeah, Alan, Alan, that's hilarious because I, I saw that video too. There's this video going around, like you said, where Jake Paul, right before the fight, like he's so hyped. He's like, oh, yeah, we're 100%. We're going to win. We're good to go. I'm 100% ready to go after the fight. Yeah, we got sick during this training camp. Got a got a little injury during the training camp. It's like, oh, okay. All right, bro. <laughs> I don't blame you because you got to – I mean – that their brand doesn't work if they keep on losing. If 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 like you keep on losing fights, you can lose Uh-oh, the Tommy Fury. If Fury come back, and you know, but I mean, I don't think I don't think it actually hurts their brand. Like their brand is dumbasses who think they're fighters. Yeah, but you do have to win to some degree. Like you don't. Have I don't to know. Win. I want to see them get their ass kicked every three months. Like I'm no, okay I mean, with that. <laughs> I think it just I think it gets boring if he loses way too many fights. Like Logan losing a you know Floyd Mayweather, that's fine because it would have been you know a minor miracle for him. Not a minor miracle, probably a miracle for him to beat Floyd Mayweather. But like you know, you can't lose that many fights. He can lose one to like Tommy Fury, but you know he probably needs to fight Tommy. He well, I don't know if he needs to fight Tommy Fury again. <laughs> Probably didn't do so. Well. Sounds like a terrible idea, <laughs> or a great idea. Actually, let's get him concussed a few times. <laughs> Jesus! When people making fun of you for your mate like, that's another video. I listen, <laughs> I, I I can't get behind the dipshit boxing league. <laughs> I can get behind it a little bit. It's fun, it, it, you know. It's fun whenever the Paul brothers have like a fight on a Sunday, a Sunday night, typically on Saturdays. But this one was on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I just think it's fun. Like the internet is the funnest place to be during a Paul fight, bro. Because like they're either gonna be insanely hyped up for him, or they're just gonna bury the crap out of him so <laughs> and you get the best memes and oh my god <laughs> nfl news today carson wentz released by the uh, commanders after just one year wow yeah so yeah. maybe they'll go back to former battle hawks qb taylor heineke <laughs> or maybe Derek Carr, also out there in the market. 
Yep. 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 Eric Carr. Or you never know about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Everybody's waiting yeah. on Aaron Rodgers. For him to come out of the darkness, man. We want Aaron, Aaron Rodgers to come out of the darkness. He's on his darkness retreat, which, by the way, I support. Like, any, if it helps you. I mean, well, hey, apparently I saw, it was like, supposed to be four to days. It would drive me crazy for four days. <laughs> well, and he was, but apparently he left the retreat after two. Okay. No, I don't, I don't blame him. Like, bro, two, Which, like, two days of that would be like. Listen, he had to go to Pebble Beach <laughs> and win the Pro-Am portion of the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. <laughs> like him and his partner won the pro am portion. Yeah, he did. He's a pretty decent golfer. Yeah. <laughs> and they accused so him I of sandbagging. Meme. I saw this meme that that said uh other people's quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, is on one leg winning a Super Bowl for the second time in his career. Meanwhile, my quarterback is hanging out in a basement in the dark doing uh <laughs> doing crack. <laughs> <laughs> I figured they were gonna say do a peyote or something at least. <laughs> he was he he was all about something like that. What was it? What yeah, was the peyote. I think ayahuasca or, or ayahuasca. ayahuasca? Ayahuasca, yeah, yeah. He did ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm all for that. I'm hey. I I honestly think I Aaron Rodgers is just trolling everybody at this point. He's just like. Let me see what wild ass shit I can get away with, <laughs> and people still consider me elite. <laughs> no, it's because uh, he when he when he started dating uh, what's her name the um, the actress he just started dating like she's kind of a minimalist herself. Uh, Shailene Woodley, oh. who was in the uh, Divergent movies, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, she's kind of a she's a minimalist. Like she she um like doesn't have like possessions or something like that. It was, yeah, it's a, it's a really sort of wild concept, but you know, interesting if, if that's what works out for you, I need my I, PlayStation. <laughs> so, I look, ac- I look across the studio at, at a bunch of stuff on a shelf that I probably haven't touched in over a year. Yeah. Like old DJ equipment and little odds and ends and stuff. And it's like, I think you're more of a Marie Kondo type of guy though. That's more Marie Kondo. Then, uh, because Marie Kondo, she's this she's this lady who kind of comes into your place and tells you like she cleans up and like anything in your house that does not spark joy, she wants you to get rid of it. Oh, <laughs> man, I might have an empty house. Just be me and the dogs. Shailene <laughs> Woodley just doesn't want like possessions you know what i'm saying she doesn't like i don't want to own anything possessions it makes sense you know but <laughs> like i said i i, I got to have my playstation <laughs> I, <can't do> it. <laughs> I love movies and video games can't give it up <laughs> uh further in the fight game jones returns versus gain what what's going on there boys again so saturday for the mixed martial arts fans, MMA, UFC, UFC 2, whatever the hell is going down. It's like 200 and 284, 285, some, somewhere around there. The numbers just, you know, whatever. Anyway, John Jones. too many. <laughs> no, 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 no. False, 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 false. I love UFC. Love MMA. <laughs> 280, not enough. <laughs> but no, there, there's been enough because there, there's been fight nights and stuff. They haven't been counted in that. But, anyways. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyways, John Jones, who used to be the consistency in mixed martial arts, the pound for pound. One of the greatest fighters of all time. Very controversial fighter. He's uh, he's had like some off the out of the cage issues, off the field issues, including <laughs> uh, a hit and run on a pregnant woman one time, I believe. Yeah, pretty rough stuff. But like as a fighter inside of the cage, absolutely amazing. Have not seen him lose yet. He's somewhere around like twenty and one. So his one loss came to this dude, Matt. Uh, Mark Matt Hamill. This guy, Matt Hamill, very good fighter. 
old school wrestler. He's he was like a deaf uh, UFC fighter, really good fighter. And like so, he John Jones ends up bringing an elbow from what they call a twelve to six, which is like a downward strike elbow. Yes, downward strike elbow. <laughs> so like a twelve to six elbow, and that's illegal in the cage. You cannot bring an elbow from twelve to six like that. Other elbows like from side to side and more of a cutting, uh, sort of hacking motion, are okay. But like a twelve to six elbow. Is not good. It's not. It's not good. It's not legal in uh, MMA. John Jones was beating the crap out of this. So the reason for that, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan has a look on his face like, why the hell is this illegal and this isn't illegal? So the old idea was always that when they were when they were coming up with the unified MMA rules, that they were headed into while they were headed into the office. They saw like a a demonstration where like some karate guy used his elbow and did a twelve to six and and smashed through some bricks, and so they decided we don't want that happening to a human skull, so <laughs> they made it illegal. <laughs> I, me personally, I feel like I could get more force like this yeah. than I could like this. This feels awkward. But, so the issue is, like, if your head is right up against the mat, you know. We'll be a better fighter. <laughs> so John Jones got disqualified in that fight. But he was beating this guy's ass before that. Before that. Like, it, like it, the fight wasn't even close. There was no question as to who was going to win that. Like, it would have been, been a miracle for Matt Hamill to come back on John Jones in that fight. That's the only fight he's ever lost. One of the consistent greatest of all time people just don't love him because he also has stuff with uh steroids so he also has some stuff with steroids so people question the legitimacy some of hidden him. runs some domestic violence issues you know as ricky would say the yada yada yadas <laughs> the yada yadas <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure he'd love for us to yada yada <laughs> but he's one of the greatest fighters of all time without question without question but he did all this at, in the light heavyweight division, which is the 205-pound division. He's coming back now to fight in the heavyweight division, which goes up to 265 pounds. Quite well, good, yeah, he quite took a few stuff. years off to do some steroids. And, <laughs> you know, Alan's, Alan's over there doing some pizza rolls. What do you got going on over there for dinner, buddy? I think he said tacos. Yeah, I got some quesadillas. So, <laughs> had to go grab him. So, <sighs> what are what are John Jones's chances for this fight? I'm actually not sure. Again, we've never seen him lose a fight, but again, that was at a smaller weight class, so 205 pounds as as a, as like surreal. Gone, the guy that he's fighting is a legit. Oh, it's gone. It's yeah, not game. <laughs> I, I think so. It's like he's he's French, so like his I think it's gone, if I'm not mistaken. That's Sounds not, right. Yeah. Um yeah, but yeah, no commentators in the UFC, you've you've gotten gain, gone, gone, gagne, all this shit. But yeah, Cyril Gone is a top class heavyweight fighter. He lost to uh Francis Ngannou, who was the uh former UFC champion who stepped away because he wants to get paid more. He also wanted like healthcare for all MMA fighters or something like that in his new deal, which is quite, you know, quite the thing to ask for. Pretty awesome to ask for, but you know, you're probably not gonna be able to get that in contract negotiations. <laughs> so he ended up vacating the belt and they're fighting for the vacated heavyweight belt. So I think I think Jones has a good shot. Again, like we haven't seen him lose, but you know. We haven't seen him fight a heavyweight either, so and Cyril Gaon is as legit as they come. So I, I'd put money on God personally. But, yeah, uh, like you know, John Jones is an absolutely amazing fighter, and uh, yeah, he could win. It, it, it'd be <laughs> like serious. it'd be like me putting money on Argentina versus Mexico. You know, you know Argentina's a better, but you know your heart's with Mexico, and you want Mexico to win. But if Argentina but is, wins, is it that much right. of a gap though? 
Ricky throwing the ricochet shot at the Mexican national team. I'm not. I'm not. You're comparing him to the Argentina team. Here's how I see it. Uh, Gane is a lot thicker. I'm not expecting the similar Israel and Insania versus uh, Balkashev, right? Bogdanovich. Yeah, I'm not expecting that type of fight because I, I I feel like if John Jones takes it to the ground, he might have an advantage. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like once Gagne lands a couple of blows, like you said, John Jones likes to go for some back of the head type of blows early in the career. You never know a looping hook might catch you, and that guy has a lot bigger hands than you know Jones usually. Although Jones says he trains with bigger guys. So I will yeah. say that he, he he might be just ready, and you never want to bet against the champ. Yeah, and he is the champ. Part. He he's he's the man. He I mean, like until you beat him, you're not the man. And everybody understood that. Everybody like the show goes on, but Ric Flair's back, baby. <laughs> to be the man, you gotta <laughs> beat the man. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Random oh, wrestling oh, reference. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> yeah, but like Alan said, like John Jones, like off the field stuff, you know, he's a bit of a reprobate. He's a bit of a, he's a bit of a one could call him a scumbag for the hit and run on the pregnant one. <laughs> right. Like, you know, the the other stuff, you know well, the domestic violence stuff too. Yeah, that's scumbag <laughs> as well. <laughs> you know, the, the steroids, that's just, you know, cheating, you know, that's that's not morally horrible horrendous you know the other stuff is Pico, a little rough Pico but Grants. yeah john jones in the cage is amazing so it mm-hmm. it's gonna be quite a thing either way that's the beautiful thing about this fight either way like john jones winning the heavyweight championship would be would be just wild to see and then john jones getting beat actually beat for the first time would be wild to see as well so <laughs> all right so we talked about lots of fighting some football. So, number one movie in America this weekend. Cocaine Bear! <laughs> Hell yeah. I am going to see that this weekend. I have a my, my gig, like I told you earlier, is at the ass crack at dawn. Uh-huh. So I've got all day Saturday afternoon to do whatever I want. <laughs> Oh my god. So I think I'm gonna cocaine spend that bear. time seeing Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> and that movie looks so fun, bro. Like I'm not My sister crazy. saw it. She said it is everything you hope it could be. Yeah. Cause you cause you want it to be goofy. You want it to be mm-hmm. goofy. You want it to be a little ridiculous. <laughs> you know, we're not looking for like an Oscar Award nominated film here. We're looking for like a good fun time at the movies. Like make me laugh. <laughs> Tell me a couple of insane things. <laughs> hey, and it's Elizabeth Banks who directs it. So and I like right? Elizabeth Banks. So hey, from Pitch Perfect and uh Forty O Virgin. So hell yeah. <laughs> So, guys, I have some some bad news. I don't think I'm going to get to Muse on Thursday. Uh-huh. I thought maybe I would, but I, I just I don't see how I can make it work financially with my parents coming down. Oh, cool, beans. Yeah. So, because my parents will be down in two weeks. Yeah, you're going to want to, yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. And so I'd like to have enough money to feed them. <laughs> <laughs> and now that Muse concert isn't, you know, that that wouldn't probably finish the job, you know. It, <laughs> it would tighten things up a bit more than I'd like it to, to do. Oh, I feel you, bro. I feel you. <laughs> I think, it, when was it, on Thursday night? It's Thursday night, and I'm going to agonize. I'm going to agonize all the way up until it starts. <laughs> that I'm not there. <laughs> hey, consider yourself lucky that you've seen Muse in concert before. Exactly, bro. but God yes. damn, I promised myself I would never miss them again. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be back. They'll be back. 
It's like Coldplay. Every time they come to town, like I'm always missing them for some reason. Like, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we are going to get to TDECU on Sunday night to Catch watch Ricky our Roughnecks get to be 3-0. and Ricky's trying to uh, to get out of the game by, you know, working. <laughs> I'll be at the beautiful Magnolia Bells for a while. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, and I want to give a shout-out to Ross at Mag Bells. <laughs> Bartender extraordinaire. Takes great care of us. Football talker extraordinaire. <laughs> right? He um, he was there, talking about giving us a listen when I was talking to him the other night. So, yeah. figure I'll shout him out right here. If you made it this through, this this far through, you know, yeah. thank you very much. <laughs> More fire if you made it this far. <laughs> and um, shots on the here, Brian. All of our new less. All of our new listeners from the uh, Roughnecks uh, Facebook groups, welcome. Welcome to the party. <laughs> Come see us in Section 140. <laughs> we really should make a logo sign. Out our section. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of seats. <laughs> Look, we're right next to the yeah, player tunnel what do you behind think? the luchadors. Let's just what do, you, do like that. What do you think is going to happen, man? Ricky? Like... People are going to, like, bum rush us. I'm not saying that people are going to bum rush us. Like, the three people that might listen to the podcast (laughs) after this. I mean, you never, you just never know who's going to. We're just trying to make new friends, buddy. Yeah, sure. Just trying to make friends. You know, maybe we get a a tailgate invite for April or something. Exactly. You know, we're building a community. (laughs) <laughs> Podcast from the tailgate. Boom, boom. I tell you what, if we could make that work, we would do it. Yeah, we might have to do a little YouTube video from the tailgate. Okay, well maybe we'll uh, do a little video creating action from the from the tailgate. Maybe we'll get a little Ooh. take a little cooler down there, sit on the tailgate, drink some beers, knock down a couple sandos. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not opposed to that. I'll tell you what. <laughs> guys, 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 you know what you should do? You should go streaking in the tailgate area just for the content, bruh. And not e- we won't even make it to the game. The, do it for the gram. Do it for the gram. Do it for the gram. <laughs> First off, my big ass is so white that the camera would just be blown out. It would like that's that's what would make it go viral, bruh. <laughs> oh, my camera. I was, say, I was gonna say we could do February videos with the crowd, but it's not February anymore. No, I might actually just not be drinking beers after <laughs> twenty seven of twenty eight days drinking beers. <laughs> Brian's Brian's beers uh, put some work in this month. <laughs> <laughs> and I've I've got to start planning because I got to record a St. Patrick's Day. It's time for and exercise mayhem. No <laughs> oh, man, it's March, March drinking madness. water mayhem. March madness, <laughs> the gym edition. <laughs> oh my goodness! March madness, the hydration sensation. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen as ricky likes to say if you got this far we thank you you deserve an award we'll have them made up wwe belt style (laughs) but thank you you can go on a parade in your hometown and wear it around like patrick mahomes just drunk as hell (laughs) Or, or at least just your house Walk around your backyard. <laughs> oh, <man>. Do do do. <laughs> Couple of sparklers. <laughs> so, thank you for listening to this episode of the Sea Space City Podcast. Catch us on social media on Facebook. At 
the Space City Recreation and Entertainment Facebook page. And the Dirty Dina Studio Facebook group. Check us out on Instagram at Space City SRE. And on Twitter at Space City RE. Check me out on Instagram at Brian's Beard Show. And check me out on Twitter at this underscore those. Catch Ricky outside if you can. <laughs> and with that, get on out there, go Roughnecks, and see Space City. See Space City.